0: Hey guys, real quick, I before we get all funned out and learning and stoned, we got to take care of some business real, real fast. We have a Patreon now. Uh, there's a, a very basic level where you get early access and some other stuff, and then you'll see it if you go check it out. And then a, a better level that is, uh, it's very, very, very affordable for what you're going to get. Uh, Mike's going to share his secrets, and I'm going to share some of mine. And then you get everything in a t-shirt and some stuff like that. You can, you can get the link there at our Instagram, on our bio, or if you just Google Grown Local Podcast Patreon or Grown Local Pod or give us a shout at grownlocal at gmail.com. And as always, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It's the, it really helps us out. That and the Patreon really helps us out. That's all I wanted to talk about real quick. Sorry I interrupted, but we just do it off the top. It's the way I like to do my business. Take care of the work, and now we can get high. Enjoy your day. Relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike
1: McGowan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Man, that that red beard. Whoa, you guys. Sorry. It's it's smoky. It's It's smoky here. And it's not from. It's not, I wish it was just from my bong, but it is not <laughs> from the bong. Sorry, Slee, if you got to hear that in your that. In your earphones when you're, or just anyone. one period that had to hear that. That's the pro- I You know what? Everyone listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't know if you pay attention to the news. It's just fire and brimstone on the West Coast is all it is.
2: Everything's on fire right now. Everything's burning.
0: We should take care of the earth, I think, first. Yeah. Absolutely. So. How are you, Mike? Is it cool there? Is it scary?
2: Um, it's it's exciting. I guess exciting is the best word. But um, yeah, I woke up to a nice uh, dusting of ash all over my car. And uh, a thousand text messages from my environmental control system telling me about how the humidity is just nothing right now, which that's a pain in the ass, especially if you're trying to cure weed in a relatively beautiful and lovely way. So, but. Uh, and so I'm look- many. Ugh, I'm looking this- up generators now, too. Um it's fun calling around to places and being like actually I need this size generator and they're like are you trying to run a football stadium what the fuck are you trying to do <laughs> That's
0: funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but no fans, we're going to social distance social uh, even distance. the players. <laughs> it's, it's tagged. Man, that is wow. So you had to call around today looking for That's a thing you did you think would be in your job description. That's a fun you know what, that's fun. What it's a fun job.
2: It's amazing the different things that I come across. But no, I'd made somebody else do that while I tried to keep things going. But I had to <laughs> <laughs> we had to talk about it at extent while I'm trying to garden plants. I'm like sitting there trying to take care of plants and talk
0: about we need to figure this out type of stuff. But. You're like, is it? Now, is the fire on our road yet? <laughs> but also, also, hey, trim that over there. Trim that.
2: But I filled up all of our water tanks, so if it gets bad, I'm just going to go swimming in them for a while and see if I survive.
0: That's, I mean, Godspeed. We had the dusting the last two days where it was, it's not good and then today i've had like a slight headache and then you're like why is it oh it's because the air is garbage right now the <laughs> air is just straight garbage so i've just been uh i've just been trying to stay in my closet i got to get dug with high today that was pretty fun if y'all get a chance to tune into that on his patreon
2: well, that's a wonderful show you always do so well on it
0: it's a bit right in my wheelhouse talking while while smoking weed that is that's my jam
2: especially how talkative you get when
0: you're high (laughs) i i think that does help me on that show is that some people don't most people don't Mm -hmm. talk a lot and then i'm like hey you guys let's you want to play ping pong let's go let's have fun
2: (laughs) you guys want to do some more tabs
0: so, yeah. who wants to do nine dabs and go run a mile? Uh, <laughs> my chemicals are different than everyone else. So, you're going to do a dumb bag about how the fires and stuff. Ooh. That's what the dumb... Dime- Is that true? Yeah.
2: I'm going to explain the science of how fires work with cannabis, what it does for outdoor farmers, what it does for indoor farmers, just very base level science so that, you know, it's palatable. But, yeah, I'm going to break it down for all y'all guys so you understand the hardships of farming too when nature likes trying to kill things, especially when you're trying to grow them.
0: Nature's complicated just like humans. When you really get to know them, you're like, hey, why are you doing two different things? And, the, and nature and humans are like, I know, I'm light and dark. What are you going to do? Well, wait
2: until you guys listen to it and I'll explain what biochar is and how important it is to have high carbon output actually mixed into your soil to hold nutrients. So,
0: I'm going to listen to that one. That's, that's, on the, that's on the tier one of the Patreon. You get all access. Yeah, yeah you get to hear it what we figured out Mike has to nerd out like it has to get out so we figured out we just let him nerd out for like you know 10 5 to 15 minutes really nerd the fuck out I'm not even on them we just turn on the mic and get out of the room and it works he's beautiful at it it's a beautiful process Uh, I don't care to be around when it's happening. It's a lot like watching a musician write a song where you're like, this is insane. You are insane. (laughs) But then when you hear the end, you're like, this is great, man. Thanks for doing that.
2: Well, and especially with all these great fucking people that we have this season and these interviews that are just so jam-packed with so much information, there's like always 20 different spider webs of information tangents that I can go off of. Like, I mean, this episode alone is great and very coincidental that we talk to the a fire chief from Humboldt.
0: It is wild that it's this week. That's crazy, right? I mean, no, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's always kind of on fire this time of year. But it's also like, it's also like, wow, it's like really on fire the week we talked to the fire marshal. <laughs> that, and you guys may have you you if you're like, wait, is it the guy from Chad's episode? It is. Yep. Chad has mentioned that this is when chad was like i think he'll talk to you and we were like really and it was very easy um my favorite part about our man ed was he was having some afternoon beers oh yeah uh that's always fun i always i mean we could i don't but (laughs) i i'm always for some afternoon beer anybody that's having some some daylight brews yeah, come. Let's talk. We're gonna, we're gonna have good conversation. <laughs> you
2: know, you're no, gonna have day. fun. <laughs>
0: well, and he just—he remi- also reminds me of like, like a lot of men I grew up around, where you in a smaller community where you have to have like, yeah, I everyone has like a couple jobs, so you take it all serious, and you have to understand who each other is more than it's a competition. If that makes sense, because in a community like that, it, there is a comp, there's competitiveness, but it's more like, well, he's just trying to get by over there on that plot of land, and this is, so we gotta help everybody out. And listen, he's gonna do that whether I approve of it or not, so we might as well make him do it safe, kind of, and it's gonna protect the community. There's a certain acceptance that I think is missing in the grander society right now that this man represents like a good part like the whole time i was just like you're such a good example of what human and society needs to be humanity needs to be well i mean just just being at the age
2: I am now, 35, it was like, you know, you know tons of adults now. But very few of them are actually adults. And, like, this is, like, one of the few dudes where you're like, oh, this is an adult. This is somebody who can, like, you know, whether he feels one way or another about a thing, he can put it aside and actually do what's the right thing to do, which is pretty fucking You don't think awesome. like me, you're bad. Yeah. You're like, no, it's just like, that's...
0: Yeah, it was it was super refreshing that he was just like. There's a couple times you can hear it. He's not super verbal about it, and but you can hear him just completely disagree with what I had just said. Yeah, uh, and he just moves on real quick. But it like in I don't know if you can hear it clearly, but in person it was so funny to me where he was like mm, I don't. I can't agree with anything you just said, but, but he says, and Mike, he says, Mike gets okay, okay,
2: okay, okay. <laughs> that's how he yeah, disagrees he hears you, out you. where he listens, <laughs> yeah. which is
0: like, so that's better than like anything. Even if I know you disagree, like hearing someone out is like the, the greatest gift you can give to me. Any other human being is like, you always hear them out. You give them the amount of respect they give you. Um, it was this interview is so so good. it was so surprising like he's our friend for sure now. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I left I was like, he's my friend. It's my friend.
2: <laughs> no, he he definitely restored a lot of hope in me for civilization because a lot of times I'm like, just put me out in the woods. I'll do my own thing. I'll be away from people. But him, I'm like, oh, I want to be in a community with that man.
0: Uh, so yeah he's built a life with other people like-minded even if they're not super like-minded they're still like-minded with that like we're without. still the same just the way we're going about stuff's different so that's yeah say his name do the thing
2: ladies and gentlemen give it up for the wonderful ed laidlaw
3: I did not know that. Anyway. Really,
2: I got a little bit of red in my beard, too. Okay, you
3: can be a Viking, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can get on the boat.
1: (laughs) Oh, cool. All
0: right, cool. I got to be down in steerage, though. I can't. (laughs) Well, it is, I think it's with the opiate problem we have in the country. I read a lot about war and things like that. I like history. Mm Good. And a lot of the reason what happens, what happened with Vietnam, a lot of those vets would come back addicted to heroin, because they were there in the triangle, and uh, it sucked war, so heroin helped and mm-hmm. but they they would come back and what happened was they could become part of society again, so the addiction wasn't the same as what's happening now we' we're, we're ostracizing people as soon as they become junkies so I think if we do legalize hemp and cannabis across the the spectrum it creates these farms and this these places for people to go and work yeah. that we didn't have. Well,
3: yeah, and you're right. I, it when it became when it became legal here in California, I'll just use California in general. You know, yeah. it, it there was a, a big push for it, but. Me, personally, again, I, I, of course. I, and, I, and I tell people this all the time. I mean, Chad knows it as well. You <laughs> talked to Chad yesterday. Yeah. But, you know, I, not my deal. Don't agree with it. Don't, not, not my thing. I'll vote no forever. That's just the way I am. Just the way that's I am. such but, a great
0: start but, to what we're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. But
3: the fact of the matter is, you know, that kind of tells you where I stand, where my, I am firmly planted there. But I have no problem with it legalized. It's a legal it's legal in this state, yeah. Um, and to see those people come from out in the woods that have mm-hmm. done it—you know, I'll say out in the woods up here. I mean, that's what—that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Um, to to go through the whole process to become legal is huge. It's a huge deal, yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, it, it bothers me because I don't see any really other legal industry that. In this state, that's being treated the way this industry is being treated. Um, it's, you, you know, mean the, ta- the, the taxation, the, spotlight. the the focus, the spotlight, yeah. everything that they are, what they have to do every time they turn around. I mean, I met with somebody yesterday, um, East of here, and the same thing. He's going, Oh my God. He goes, It's just every time I turn around, there's somebody with their freaking hand out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're wanting, they're wanting more money, and on the front end, on the back, middle, and in the end. I mean, they're just taking it to, they're taking them to the friggin' cleaners. Yeah. Um. And I've said it. It's probably on. It's on the internet somewhere. Somebody's told me. You know, I said if they were growing tomatoes right now, you know, would they be doing the same thing? No, they wouldn't be hammering these people the way they are. You know, I, I born and raised here. Born and if they you, were growing tobacco. Exactly. Making uh, liquor. Yes. You know, I mean, I got a good friend that's making liquor legally in Arcata. Yeah. And uh, it's nothing near this. It's nothing near this, what they're they're going through. Do I realize, you know, okay, federally this stuff's still illegal, still Schedule 1 drug. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But the feds are, they're hands off. I mean, they they know. I mean, it's like, you know, Humboldt County. Yeah. California. You know, a huge part of the economy for this, this county for... Dec, decades i mean i've i've saw i've seen seen before during and after and where we're at now (laughs) yeah and you know the you know this was a huge strong uh timber industry and a huge fishing industry and to watch that decline and in the same at the same time it declined the Cannabis industry, I'll say it the then. It was marijuana industry back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, marijuana industry was just you know, in the backside was just growing leaps and bounds. I mean, it made friggin' millionaires that are out there right now. Not just necessarily the growers, but I mean, the ancillary businesses that are associated with it. Absolutely. I mean, millions. Mm-hmm. I mean, m mm-hmm. I, I know a few of them, and I guarantee, I know they're you know multimillionaires because of this industry, and they everything they did was legal. Yeah. I mean, on the up and up, they didn't. You know, they were selling the the turkey bags and the, the dirt and and all the other stuff. Legal. Yeah. The dog food. That's who the, opens
0: the general store at the front of the mine makes a lot of money, Done Exactly. That? Right. <laughs> That's is. who
3: makes all the money when they were gold miners. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, same difference. Green gold.
0: Yeah, well, it's the same. Yellow gold. Same damn it's state, same, too. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, no, the, everything you said was great. I, I was going to, I think, too, it's awesome. You've lived here your entire life. Yep. And you're the first person we've talked to that's lived here their entire life that is so adamant, like, I'm. A, it's not my thing, I don't, I would vote no. Like, that's fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Because we talked to people who were like, I was in grade school and I was holding a pound of weed. and like, You know what I mean? I never had pe-
3: never held a pound of weed in my life. Really? really? Oh, hell no. Oh, you are an anomaly in this <laughs> camp. I've seen pounds of weed, but I never, never held them. Maybe I, pulled up a few plants can, that had it. I can take care out. of
2: that
0: today for
3: you.
2: <laughs> so then what was that like living here? Like, I mean, obviously you talk about lumber and fish. Sure. Um, And then cannabis coming from the background to the forefront? Or what was that like, you know, being here your
1: entire
3: life? Well, you know, and I'll I'll go back and I'll say, you know, the cannabis part of it really, the nomenclature for cannabis, that physical word, really kind of started when it became legal. That's Mm -hmm. my opinion. I mean, that's from what I see in my eyes. We've actively
2: tried to push for cannabis.
3: You know, back on the
0: podcast, we even talked about we use cannabis because it's, It's a way to change the propaganda.
3: Exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. You know, back in the day, you know, it was marijuana, weed, dope, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I still call it weed and dope once in a while, more dope than weed. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I mean, that's just my. I learned you
0: shouldn't call it dope because (laughs) heroin people call that dope. I know. I get it. But that's, I learned it the hard way too. That's all right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, dope heroin. Yeah. I've dealt with plenty of heroin overdoses before so I understand that one it too. A, so and that is real dope. You're dope. <laughs> <It> turns <laughs> you well, into a dope. Yeah. 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 Well it turns you into dad too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've seen it way too many times.
0: So you were what did your parents do?
3: My dad was a truck driver. Um. Not in the timber. It had nothing affiliated with the timber industry uh, early, did, on, early on. Early so on in his life, because I assumed logs. I really, yeah. Do when early on that. in his his life, you know, I, when I was real young, he did. But after that, he got away from that and um, got a, a, a different industry. I mean, still trucking, but yeah. he was a truck driver. You know, my mom was pretty much a housewife um, until my sister got. Of school age and then she went to work for the city schools mm-hmm. and she was uh, worked in uh, administration office stuff yeah not not an educator but an office gotcha. staff office fascinating i mean that's you are the first person
0: that's had like their parents weren't in it really either too nope nothing to do with it zero but did you know growing up you were aware of it you know not
3: really until oh gosh Probably my 20s, late 20s, mid-20s. Seriously? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I just, you know, I'm just oblivious to it, I guess, a good way of putting it, you know, stupid, whatever you want or to call it. Or you just it. had your own thing. It wasn't, yeah. yeah, yeah, I life. had my own yeah. thing, never did it. It wasn't, you know, I didn't really have any um, friends. And back then, of course, if you did something like that, it was like, oh, my God, you know, you're a, you're, you're a criminal, yeah. Um, I mean, back, you know, we're talking 70s, early 80s and stuff like that because that was back in the day when they had, you know, their gardens, you know, primarily southern Humboldt. That's, you know, where the, the hotbed of it was. Yeah. And, you know, they were, you know, booby-trapping their gardens and all kinds of stuff and guard dogs, you know, the mm-hmm. grocery store in that area. I mean, they sold more dog food out of that one store. Then the entire supplier they had for their groceries sold to everybody else. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> Turkey bag, same thing. Yep. Yep. Same thing. So I mean every that was every
2: mountain I've been on has had humongous dogs.
3: Oh yeah. And back in the day they were that was that was, you know, it was scary. I mean, I've you know, I'm a outdoors person, outdoorsman. Um I hunt, I fish, you know, I've done everything this whole pretty much this whole county. I've probably been you know, the better portion of all of them yeah. before you know and you used to have free reign to be able to go and i pretty much don't do it anymore it got a little sketchy there for a while and eh, not quite not quite as adventurous as i used to be <laughs> did that
0: was there a specific time where that changed where it like you like you said you could go anywhere in the county but then around what changed where you're like it's not a good idea to go some of these places
3: um I know the areas that we used to, you know, I used to primarily hunt. Um, I know we knew the areas where it was, you know, we'd hunt Forest Service property, public property, yeah. not private. And back then, the 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 Forest Service wasn't property wasn't inundated with it yet. Ah. Uh. And when it became that, when we start, you know, I can remember one time specifically that really just opened my eyes. And walking through an area I'd been through a number of times, and went in and went, "What the hell? There's a, an RV there now," and I see other things that indicated there was life there again. You know, where there was never anything before. And closer I got, I realized, you know, like about three steps, I realized that it was a friggin' huge garden. Yeah, I mean, I walk backed up without looking at my steps to get the hell out of there because it scared the <laughs> crap out of me Yeah, yeah. and never went back. I haven't been back there since. I mean, I don't know, don't care, don't want to go. And it, that really kind of ruined me on that I could locally. I
2: could, I could see that. You know, here you've been here for your entire life. Sure. This is a recreational place for you to go out hunting. And then all of a sudden you come upon like a grow. You don't know who's
3: running it, yeah. what's going on. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you see you know you see the you know the i mean you know the environmental stuff i mean i've got you know now I've got good friends you know probably in the last ten years, you know good friends that are in southern Humboldt area that have done it for years, have grown for years, and you know they've helped to educate me more, i guess is a good way of putting it um You know, through the bad days, I guess bad the days where I mean, literally, they're looking over their shoulder all the time and Mm -hmm. running from anyway, running from everything else. Um, You know, they educated me a lot on it, and it, 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 I kind of in one breath say maybe my my views that I have on it are probably because I didn't have the the knowledge or I wasn't educated on it. I mean, it's like it's pretty easy just to say. No, or I don't like it, or whatever, just because you don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, because of those people and people that I've been had to deal with in the last ten years, um, you know, they've helped at least paint color to the picture that I see now. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to say it changes my mind, but humanizes
0: it. Is it is that? Okay? No,
3: not so. Eh, I don't even call it humanizing. That's that. Eh. Because just, more, just more making it for me. I mean, I'm a pretty black and white kind of person. I mean, i I got to see evidence, and yeah. I have to see data. I mean, that's just kind of the way I'm built. Yeah. And to understand it better and understand what was trying to happen back then, you know, there, you yeah. know a lot of people, I mean, even now, you can see how the whole industry has been, um, I stopped short of saying ruined. Hijacked. But, yeah, it's been hijacked by the, the high-volume people. They're coming in. They're just growing it. I mean, strictly volume. They don't yeah. care about quantity or quality. You know, whatever quality is. Or know. the mountain. Yeah. yeah. And, or the community. Or the community. They're just there, just to you know, rape and pillage and grow as much as they friggin' can and 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 get the hell out or stay there and just totally you know, trash everything. Yeah. So you know, and what's that do to the the guy that's trying or girl that's trying to to grow? You know, 100 pounds a year. I'll just say that. They want 100 pounds a year for whatever they're going to, whatever. And the price drops out the bottom because the guy next door, whoever next door is growing, you know, 10,000 pounds of this stuff and drives the price down into the frigging ground. And that, you know, 100 pounds that they were trying to grow turns in, you know, should have been worth a couple hundred thousand dollars turned into being worth half that. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's bad. I, I so just for our listeners,
2: because you know we had talked to Chad the other day. Sure. What What is your job, and how did that get you into meeting <laughs> the cannabis? So, how, my job,
3: my job right now, I'm a, a fire marshal yeah. for um, the fire department, Arcata Fire. Uh, I was fire marshal in um, Eureka for a few years before I came. I technically retired, and I work part time now as the to fill that role in Arcata um i get back before november 6 2016 i think it was when it was legalized mm-hmm. in california yeah um i was I, I was on the enforcement side i mean i went out with the the city law enforcement and we you know busted groves went out with the county sheriff you know occasionally now what was your groves.
0: job as the fire marshal in the bust?
3: Uh, for fire, for fire hazards. Oh, I see. For fire stuff, you know, things that you saw were fire and they brought me along, you know. Which is, that makes
0: sense because there's some nonsense going on too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Um, so I, I got taken along for, for that reason and I had some knowledge too. I'm also a hazardous materials specialist. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot about hazardous materials and, you know, mitigation and that type of thing, but, um, you're good to have around. (laughs) <laughs> well, and again, you know, fast forward to November 7th, 2016, you know, it really kind of, it, it helped a ton. Um, back then, before that, I mean, we, and I'll say we as the fire service and we as um, every and I'll just use California as an example. You know, when we were doing, or we weren't, when open blast extraction was the, the rage, I can kind of say <laughs> the rage, Um, You know, you can see how many apartments and garages and houses were blown up, literally blown up because of, I'll say it, idiots doing open blasting and had no clue in what was going to happen if they were to do it. I mean, we had, you know, it was was a, I'll stop short of saying it was an epidemic, but there was a lot. And, uh, you know, I've been involved in them from before, during, and after. Um, you know, I've been involved with, uh, one that was fatality. I mean, the people that were involved in it died. Yeah. Um, I was investigator, fire investigator to find out how it happened and why it happened. Um,
0: you can't write stupidity on the report either. (laughs) No,
3: (laughs) can't do that. Well, I better not say what I really want to say. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Um, so fast forward to 2000, November 7th, 2016, Um, Humboldt County, of course, is a, is a small county. You know, r- roughly 100 and, and. by that you mean people
0: wise, people wise, wise, population wise, size wise. It's pretty decent. Big. Pretty 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 big.
3: decent. Yeah, it's big. you know 135, to 130,000 people, roughly in the in the county. The vast majority of it's um, rural. Yeah. Um, you know, Eureka, which is the city seat, or the county seats, roughly. The population surrounding is like 60,000, so almost half of it is in just that, that Eureka area. So fast forward to the day after legalization, um, we got, I personally got inundated with with phone calls from people that wanted to be legal and do it legally. Not so much on the cultivation side, but more on the extraction side and the, a little bit on the distribution side and what they needed to do to be compliant with with building code fire code those codes so that they could actually open a legal business and that's where that's where it all started really for me and that's where my education started for me too and and that's where my perception of the the cannabis industry really opened opened my eyes i guess is a good is a good way of putting it yeah
2: what was what, what opened it like what were what were the types of people that were coming to you that kind of made you change the way that you viewed the industry it, it really
3: wasn't a kind of people yeah. again you know like I, I kind of said in the beginning it wasn't so much you know did I agree with do I agree with it no do I still to this day no I don't not, not my thing but i had to compartmentalize it enough to be able to look at it and, be, and do my job, in my opinion. Yeah. Legal business. Legal business in the state of California. You know, I, my vote didn't count. Ha ha. <laughs> but, but again, but again. It counted. Yeah, but <laughs> again. You voted wrong. But again. <laughs> but again, anyway. <laughs> so at that point, I had to say, okay, now what am I going to do? And there was no answers for it. I mean, you know, Colorado had already been in it pretty heavily already. Washington had been in it pretty deeply Oregon had kind of tried to they yeah, I won't say Oregon's done a good job at it I'm not going to do that I almost went to work up there but yeah. <laughs> that city didn't allow it by the way. Um, but and I wish I would have gone up there I really like the city a lot I just blew it in the interview. So anyway, <laughs> if you're li- if you're Screw listening up Morgan. there, tell I I blew it. I recognize that. But, um, you made the right choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can tell you
2: as somebody in the recreational market up there, and just seeing how you are as a person, you know, when we went to rec- recreational market, you know, I tried to work hand in hand with the people in the government, just as far as like, hey. I was one of the first farms that had OSHA come in because I wanted right. to make sure that my employees, who we were employing, were able to do their job safely. Right. Like to me, that stuff's important.
3: I mean, there's so from a from a fire prevention side. I mean, again, in, being a fire marshal, that's my my mission is to be to prevent things from happening. Yeah. As far as fire-related things from happening, and shutting down the best party. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> try not to. We try and work. We try and work together. Hey, not like the old days. You know, the six old fire people marshal out used to keep doing. This. The old fire marshal used to used to be. The old perception was different than I think what it is now. I think it's changed a little bit. Oh yeah, no, I just like. Yeah, I know. I know. A, no, no. I make fun of perception, but really but but. Uh, you know they're even in you know I'll throw Washington Oregon under the bus I mean I'll do it really quick because I've dealt with with those areas and people that have been have to work in that environment where the fire departments don't even they don't, don't even want to know what's going on yeah i mean, they don't even want to know and i'm going oh my god that's that's scary because if you let you know free reign i People push the limits.
2: Yeah, people are going to cut corners.
3: People will cut corners, and that's when you have bad things happen. You know, the last thing I want to see is to see a – I'll say, you know, the main ones I'm really concerned about are extraction facilities. Yeah. And the last thing I want to see is to see one of those on the front page of friggin' newspaper or one of the network news anywhere. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I mean, it scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, but so November 7th rolled around. And I started receiving random phone calls on my cell phone, which was really weird. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and also to the office line. But, uh, and they wanted to know what they needed to do to be legal. And, I mean, I was just like, I was a deer in the headlights. I had no friggin' clue. I was not expecting it at all. So I had to ramp my education up and decide what the hell I had to give them an answer. Yeah. I had to. It was up. To, literally, it was up to me. Yeah. Now, there's
0: no state agency or anything nope. before that date nope. that was trying to prep this thing. Nope. It was just like, we voted on it. They just dumped it. it. Shit's going down and on they, the 6th.
3: And the state of California, they can listen. Hopefully, they're listening. You know, They dumped it down to the local, the local <laughs> level for them to figure it out. You guys with got no, this. With no oversight. I mean, really and truthfully, no frigging oversight. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it was, I won't say it was scary. It was a challenge for me. I mean, I loved it. It was, it was fun. And I still continue to this day to learn. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, me personally, you know, I started digging into the frigging code books and find, to find how this could be done. So I, I had to rationalize it and go, okay, if we were extracting whatever, Mm -hmm lavender canola oil whatever i guarantee it's been done in the state already yeah yeah guarantee you I, and this is back then i'm thinking this i still do so why do we need to create all these other additional restrictions on this for just because of the friggin' product I, you know again i at that point i'd say okay the product's out out of the out of the picture i don't care what it is it's the process. And to this day, that's the way I look at it. It's still just the friggin' process. I don't care what, I don't care what color it is. I don't care. Yeah. It don't matter to me. You know, it's, again, it's legal. So, again, in my mind, I can compartmentalize that and separate it away. I mean, I've had a lot of um, people here that uh, I tell them my story kind of in a nutshell, what we've just discussed. And they 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 go, man, your mind's just got to be all fucked up. <laughs> 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 how how do you do this? Yeah. How, how can you, you know, knowing how I personally feel and how I have to deal with it professionally, they're just going, H- how can you do that? And I go, well, for me, it was you know, it's easy. It really is. Yeah. Um. I don't don't doesn't matter.
2: Well, for me, like it just sounds like it's the epitome of justice and liberty. Yes. Not to be too. You way know, put, way bombastic s- about it, but
0: that's what it is. That's yes, your, your, I like that.
2: Listen, <laughs> wow, I don't
0: like a lot of religions. Right. But Agreed. I'm okay with anybody believing whatever the fuck they want to believe. Absolutely, that's fine with me. Absolutely, as it doesn't infringe anything on me. Now, when it, when you start infringing on like me as a human being, then that's not that's a thing. That's a different thing.
3: Good point. Good way of looking at it i like it
0: it's just that i did a documentary on freedom a couple years ago and it was interesting to travel around and we talked to everyone about what their idea of freedom Mm -hmm. was um cool and it usually boiled down to i just want to do whatever i want to do and believe whatever i want to believe and not hurt anyone and there's a box I still I still say there's a box. Well, there's a compromise because you're not the only motherfucker on the planet. That's there you go. A lot of people have a hard time with that. It.
3: it doesn't happen in a vacuum. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, anyway, so a lot of the in uh, in maybe this is my perception and and you know people that that I've dealt with I mean if you were able to talk to him you talked to somebody that I dealt with early on yeah. and I think he probably described our first meeting yes, he yep. did. yes he that did. poor that poor guy I've never seen somebody as nutted up in my life as he was
0: well he did say he appreciated your honesty
3: well that's I that's one thing I I I think I hope I pride myself on yeah I think I hope I yeah. I think any
0: rational human being respects anyone that's going to let you know where they stand sure
3: so it makes it easier to sure. work with somebody. sure than at that point yeah i mean i've you know i've I, and and through through what i've learned and it's and i guess it's because i i took it serious i guess is a good way of looking at it that's probably you know i i've worked with with a lot of different agencies um throughout the state of california i mean you know they have called me specifically um to ask my opinion or my view on what they need to do to be able to move forward at least you know pretty much on the fire side you know i guess a good way of looking at it i mean even a little bit further out than that but and it seems to have been it worked out okay I mean, you know, I don't really pay attention to what they're doing or what they're doing, or how they do it. Yeah. But, you know, I think that they actually, they, they listened a little bit, whether they chose to go that direction fully. I don't know. Um, and a lot of it is education. I mean, a lot of it is, is understanding the, 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 as much of the picture as I can see or as much of the picture that I'm given. Um, you know, we'll go back to the, the early days and, you know, it was marijuana. Um, that was the last thing people wanted to share. Yeah, You know, they didn't want anybody to know that they're growing or doing any of this. I mean, this area right here, I mean, there's a lot of very influential people and, you know, money people locally in this area that were in it. And you would have never known. Yeah, Never, ever known. And that was intentional to do that. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of them now. (laughs) You knew knew it then, too. You know, everybody's kind of suspicious of it, but you all knew.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, especially in Oregon, I found a little bit of a obtuse feeling from you know people in charge on the legal side of being like hey let's talk to you guys and tell you a little bit of how we do it just so that maybe you can make laws that make more sense for it and yeah it's government Everybody. <laughs> Power. I, Don't trust the government. It, <laughs> was a, it was an ice bath of having to deal with the government out of not having it, to deal with them at all. And then it's like, here you go. And, and,
3: and the bad part about government, again, it's the, the, the knowledge base. Do they really know what's going on? Hmm. Do they really even care what's going on? That's, that, that's a more important question. And that's the problem with Do me. they give a shit? You're right. Yeah. That's my, that's, that's, I guess, I do. I mean, I, I, I hate to say, it, I take it personal. Yeah. Well, I take my job personal and I take what I'm doing to everybody that I deal with very personal. Your job
0: is to protect us. Yeah. And that's. Life and property, baby. That's it. <laughs> and preferably life first, but whatever. Yeah, egg, that's why
3: it's life and property. Egg, <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad y'all put it. I'm glad y'all had a meeting and we're like, we should do this one first. <laughs>
0: but that's. It's very clear you could separate, hey, it's not my thing. I don't do nope. this. I can see how it is someone's thing. And now my job is to make sure these dingbats that I've been.
3: Yeah, I won't call them even dingbats.
0: Not all of them. But, I'm, <laughs> but if you let me finish my <laughs> sentence. Yes, sir. <laughs> you may know who. I'd like. Oh, these dingbats that have been blowing apartment buildings and stuff up. Because I had this argument with a friend of mine. And I mentioned this on the, another interview. Is he went nuts? Uh, he goes nuts about. He's like, "Oh, these idiots just blowing each each other up with this. Why do you have to get so stoned with this stuff?" And I was like, "He and <laughs> he enjoys ketamine recreationally, which he should have never told me." And then told me some negative stuff about cannabis because nope. I'd be like, "I got you, dude." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Here's the thing: if it was legal, if it had been legal, they could go." And do all this stuff in research li- the right way. Mm-hmm. But instead, they've been pushed out into the woods, and these dingbats are trying to figure out cause of capitalism, and you guys are doing this. Ketamine was developed in the laboratory, mm-hmm. and no one blew up mm-hmm. because you got to regulate that lab. And now you are enjoying it recreationally. <laughs> Which you're not supposed to do, dickhead. <laughs> Which I'm sure you don't like anywhere near. <laughs> yeah,
2: I
3: don't want to <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. No, it, no,
0: it's just that that's the thing that irritates me is like that's part of why like I remember being so confused the first time I got stoned in college and the next day felt fine and all this stuff I had heard. And then I, I, was like, "This is not what they told me." And then you do some other drugs, you're like that is what they told me. Let's don't do those. And I had the same confusion when I, I, I found when I lived in Calif- when I moved to California, like the second or third year I was there, I found a, se- a seed and some bud I was smoking, and I had a little raised bed garden, and I went boop, and I was just curious how little I could do to it and see what I would get. I knew nothing about growing at that point. And I literally would just water it, and it was next to tomatoes, like in the same soil, all that. Looking back on it, it was like, it was. But I got some, I probably got an ounce from this little, which is, looking back, even that's a crazy amount for what I did to it. But I remember when I harvested, I was just looking, and I was like, I basically accidentally grew that. And in most of the country, that's illegal. Mm -hmm. And I accidentally did it, more or less. It's still right now in my head. I can't wrap my head around, understand the capitalism and where it came from and the Hearst family and the propaganda. But that human beings let that happen Mm -hmm. is fascinating to this day. And it's probably the fuel that makes me do this podcast is letting everybody know, like, this is dumb what we did. It's dumb. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay 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 i'll just okay i go on with it i'll he let goes you talk okay with it
0: that's
2: fine i know but that's the beautiful thing is you still having those feelings still were so helpful in it everybody that you know who we've talked to have talked about how helpful you were in figuring out you know how to have a legal lab and how to go about it in a safe way. You know, you touched on something. Was there any other industries that were somewhat close to it that you could help kind of collect as far as like, well, they sort of do something like this, so this is how you guys should handle it? or
3: You know, not so much here. Mm-hmm. You know we're you know Humboldt County is a pretty rural friggin county. When you yeah. get to I mean you know city you know Eureka well, well, big city what's twenty eight thousand eight hundred and sixty one people or whatever the hell it is in the city limits. Yeah. You know but I mean total population is probably closer to you know fifty sixty whatever. You um, know we don't have industry we don't we don't have industry. Mm-hmm. I mean it's pretty much tourist base and and customer service retail type situation. There's no interstate that runs through here. Highway 101 goes through. Not a lot of traffic. It ain't like, mm-hmm. you know. You got to want it. You got to want to come here. Yeah. You know, anywhere you go from anywhere is three hours. I mean, I don't care which direction you come from. It's yep. a, a bunch of bullshit between here and three hours. <laughs> so it's 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 a destination. It ain't, it ain't a, or I shouldn't say that. a Destination, that wouldn't be. A destination trip, I guess it would be. Yeah, you have you, to you, want to come here. Yes. And for years, I mean, you know, recent past, you know, it's one of the big drivers for people to come here. Yeah. It's it, yeah, this best. industry. Yes. It's been this industry. I don't care what people say. It is. Without a doubt. It I is. mean, travel through. Yes. <laughs> Not just come here to live. I mean, we're talking travel through this. Get place. a t shirt. Hey, I'll come here and do like a show, that. even, you know, and what am I doing here to get the show? Oh, yeah. Well, I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody to. I know several musicians with, that some had told shit. me about Humboldt before <laughs> well, yeah. I had been up here. Probably tell, I've probably seen their show, maybe. <laughs> yes, I, mean, you might I have. know. <laughs> I was like, "How the hell did they show up here? <laughs> yes. What the hell?" <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's mm. why. That's make why. A left, <laughs> make a left. at Mount. Jackson. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely.
0: My, uh, what happened to the lumber and fishing industry? Uh,
3: you know, the environmentalists is pretty much what ran. I'll say most of that out, Um, you know, back in the, you know, they had earth first and, Uh and that was primarily the big one. And they had a big, uh, a big corporation mill down south of here um, that, you know, they sold, you know, they were actually a fairly sustainable timber company that, that was their goal. And they sold to a, a hedge fund guy or some damn thing and they just raped it. Gotcha. They started raping stuff, and that's kind of where Earth First took off, and and really came in, and it really opened the door to a lot of the environmental uh, restrictions that are here now. You know, good, bad, and different. You know, I, I I I can't say I totally disagree with it. You know, I mean yeah. it's, but you know, it really it really just totally ruined the the timber industry in this area. You know, rightly so. I don't know. Can't I? Again, I don't know enough about it to really. Yeah detail that but uh you know when we had one two i'm just thinking of different mills in this area you know probably a dozen you know now we've got like two or three really totally wow. yeah two pulp mills you know we ran they made paper um yeah. here and they're both gone Wow. Um you I'm know, sure that was all the byproduct okay with that that's, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sure your nostrils are okay. <laughs> that, that yeah. we terrible. actually
3: lived when I lived in in Eureka we my uh, uh my parents lived right above right across the bay from both those plants there are those pulp Ooh. mills, and I watched the second one be built, and I watched it come down too, hmm. basically. yeah, and you know there was they used a lot of things there that were not good. back in the day it was all chlorine and chlorine is really 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 bad like dangerous like kill lots and lots of people stuff yeah and they had hundreds of thousands of gallons of that stuff out there that they used brought it in through the from the ocean on a barge into one of the most dangerous bars in uh, california if not west coast um you know came close once to actually putting it on the rocks with a big very dangerous. Very I, dangerous.
0: I just got tense with you yeah. telling yeah. me that
3: story. I, I, did, I did, too, later on in my when I uh, got into the fire service and I was able to go see it, um, it, it and, and knew enough about hazardous materials. that It, it, it scared me. It yeah. scared me looking back. I mean, for there were a lot of things that happened that were kind of interesting back then. But, you know, again, no regu- there was really no regulation. So that's why we have a lot of those now to protect us. Again, life, property, life first. Yeah. So, so good better uh, and different. Before legalization yes. of
2: cannabis, you know, I'm sure you were out and you saw just insane stuff at some of the cannabis farms, you know, not whether really. Not really. I didn't have I really wasn't exposed
3: to it. I consciously avoided that.
2: No, I'm like as the fire
3: chief though, like I yeah. was primarily in, in 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 a city at oh, that okay. time. So I really never got out that much. Yeah. Um it wasn't until later Once it really became uh, legal, that I started being exposed to it and had made uh, friends and acquaintances that that had had me to their house and in their area and actually seen some of it. And I mean, to this day, my eyes get, like you can see right now, they got (laughs) really big. I was still to this day, I'm going, holy crap, what did I miss out on? You know, I was used to running across out in the woods deer hunting and seeing a you know, maybe an acre or something like that. But, I mean, when you see a whole friggin' hillside that's chopped up and is – I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> this so, is before the hoop greenhouses and everything. too. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just open.
2: So then even as, like, a fire chief, you weren't called in on, like, uh, open blasting back before legalization? Oh, yeah. yeah, the
3: open blasting, absolutely.
2: Okay. So when you would go out and see that, you know, you seem like an intelligent man who's into problem solving – what were your thoughts on how to take care of this was it like hey if we legalize this maybe we can regulate it to the point to make it safer or was it just i want to see this gone from my
3: community i just want to see it gone from my community i understand i mean honest and truthfully i mean i i didn't have enough knowledge base to understand what was happening you know my knowledge base was you know they had a flammable vapor that they um Had it at the right flammable limits where it was finding an ignition source and blowing up. I mean, it was, you know, they were just stupid. Yeah. I'll just say it. (laughs) You know, they don't realize a freaking heater or a freezer sparks Mm -hmm. when it starts, when the points, when it opens. I was a couple of blocks
2: away from an explosion up in Portland when it happened Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, killed a person, Mm -hmm. sadly enough. But um, it was literally just the washer. Mm Yes. The washer did it. Yes. And I was like, "Yeah, you idiots! You shouldn't have." done that. Well, I, I mean, it's pretty but they don't know it. No, the same and time. it's pretty.
3: I mean, it's really pretty simple to, to be able to detect that. But and now, when we have the legal operations um, that are functioning, um, we have those provisions in place where they'll know that there's a problem before it gets there. Yeah, and they have that that that's. So watching
2: it go through the legalization and seeing it become safer because of that has that kind of changed your I, your thoughts on whether or not things should be legal or not legal?
3: I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's legal finally. I yeah. mean, there's been a definite drop. I mean, I don't have data, but there's definitely been a, a huge drop in. In the, the open blast, ex, you know, I'll say explosions that we used to have. I mean, there's still a few once in a while. There was one, two down in the Bay Area in the last couple months. But they were illegal operations, too. Yeah. Totally. They were, it looked like, from what I saw, they were probably per- permitted for something, but probably not for the legalization yeah. or for the for the extraction side of it. There
0: was an explosion in LA downtown LA that they reported was a lab, but it was not. It was just a it was a head shop wholesaler that just Oh selling butane. Yes.
3: That's right. He was selling butane.
0: Yes. They were wholesalers. They weren't yeah.
3: Right. But but again, same kind of kind of thing. Yeah. Um you know, there's requirements that they have to follow. You know, the city of Eureka and the city of Arcata back when the open blast was a, a huge issue, they um, adopted ordinances that they could only sell in an individual location could only sell a certain amount of butane at their establishment.
0: That's, I don't disagree with that. I mean that's it Well it's... I have
3: two di- I have a different way of looking at it, and this actually came from my grower friends, and they said the only way to do it, just don't let odorized or non-odorized butane in the state of California. Just keep it odorized. That that solves the problem. Period. Wow, in the subject. See, I'm because, a dummy. That's why because I was. non-odorized. I mean, I knew that too. But when he said <laughs> it, I was like, "Wow, you even get that?" Because <laughs> that's absolutely Thank correct. You. But you can go to friggin' Amazon and you can buy the goddamn stuff and have it here in, you know, three days. And I mean, I've watched pallets of the stuff be dropped off on the friggin' city streets before.
2: <laughs> Balls. Yeah. That's amazing. That is balls. And I told
3: them, get it the hell out of here. I mean, we told them, get it the hell out of here. And we went back half hour later, and it was all gone. And there was, wasn't any of it inside of the store. Zero. Huh. I huh.
2: wonder where it all went.
3: <laughs> Household hazardous waste. I mean, they used to get, oh, God, so many of those people would turn into them, the dispensed cartridges that they'd already mm-hmm. used. I mean, they used to just uh, unbelievable amounts. Unbelievable amounts, which always
2: angered me. Just as a person who cares about the environment and yes. who cares about them. I'm like, you guys are doing a horrible thing to yeah. our environment.
3: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I can go on and on and on, but it's you know, I, I'm I'm glad there's been a definite. It appears to me that there's been a definite drop in the the emergency incidents related to uh, extraction since it's became legal. It's really, really came down. Um, and that's not to say, though, some of the people that have done it for years uh, prior to this that uh, are still using pretty much the same equipment they have now that they've got permitted, put it yeah. that way, it was the same equipment they've used for a decade before that. And so they made it literally out of parts and scraps out of the backyard. <laughs>
2: was some of that ingenuity surprising to you when you walked in and you're like oh, oh wow absolutely guys-
3: <laughs> absolutely i mean you interviewed somebody recently that that I, he he finally opened up to me and told me that and i was just floored i mean i yeah i i, I, I <laughs> And nothing ever happened. He goes, no, no. not really, <laughs> not big. really. Not, That's how they answer. Stuff, not big, <laughs> not really, not that big. There's
2: a couple of times where it was like, yeah, Whoo.
3: yeah, but not big. Nothing, nothing significant. Nothing we had to call no. you, so that <laughs> would have been long ways from where I can. I can't see it from here. So,
2: if for some weird reason, a month from now it comes back up and it's like, hey, do you guys want to criminalize cannabis again? What do you think you would vote on?
3: To criminalize it? Yeah, to I make wouldn't. it... I, I pro, uh, God, that's a bad... I don't... I don't think I could vote for that. Really? I don't think I could vote for making it, criminalizing it again, or delegalizing. I don't know how you want to, what you would say. Whatever I don't, I don't think, think I could do that, because I've, I have physically seen the benefits of them becoming legal... Number one, you know, contributing back to, the, to society. Yep. You know, that was the biggest ding back in the 70s and 80s. You know, they're, they're not contributing back. They're not paying taxes. They're not paying workers' comp. They're not blah, 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 all the, the crap that goes along with it. Well, now they've got to do it if they're legal. And they're seeing they actually have to be business people as well as, as cultivators or extractors or distribution, distributors. Um, now there's a direct correlation to to all the other businesses that are here they're, they have to play kind of by the same rules except more i think um and i think it makes it a lot more uh, palatable to the general public yeah Mm-hmm. you know they're playing by the rules they're doing the right thing now they're they're paying their workers they're paying their payroll taxes they're paying social security they're paying paying them uh uh, health insurance i mean they they gave them jobs i mean i say legitimate jobs is a good way of putting <laughs> it yeah and that money's going back into the community it, too. it was before even when it was illegal yep. i mean that the, the illegal market in this area man i'll tell you that's what kept this this place alive when the timber industry and the fishing industry went down the toilet yeah it kept it alive nobody it was a dirty little secret nobody wanted to say it really was yeah
0: well, some people had no problem saying it. Yeah, a lot of people were like, hey, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and in
3: the industry now, the people are in the cannabis industry. They're coming out, and people are saying that now. And you're starting to see those people that that had the that that were backing a lot of these um, operations illegally back in the day are now coming out, and they're saying, yeah, you know, look at what it, you know, well. It, it it supported this this county for a long time, you know, the Emerald Triangle. Yeah humble Del Norte Trinity or Mendocino Trinity for a long time and it did. I mean we were it was bad. Yeah. The economy sucked. And it was, it's hard to get to, no one's coming here to help you guys. That's correct. It's
0: not a it, yeah.
3: And the other bad thing you were saying, you know, being so where it is, I mean, you know, I guess I'm not a I don't know how to grow it. I I can't do it. <laughs> um I shouldn't say I can't, I've never tried. You, but, you seem pretty intelligent. Enough. I feel but, like you'd be all right. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> yes. grow friggin' tomatoes, but everybody tells me it's totally different than friggin' tomatoes. So It's not like Anyway, at Anyway. All. Um, but the other bad thing about here, even though it's such a prime place to grow it, I guess, um, it's so remote. Mm-hmm. There's no transportation vehicle or way to get the stuff in and out of here that's easy. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. So, you know, I'm really protective of it as well. Because it's humble, I mean, it's where I'm born and raised and grow up and I would like to see it be prosperous as opposed to seeing somewhere in Central Valley of California, you know, putting up gigantic friggin' hundreds of thousands of square foot warehouses and, and growing it there. I mean, again, quality versus, you know, I don't know, no. but I guess you can do it anywhere. Well, I mean, Decent quality. Outdoor is different than indoor and I know that, I guess. Oh look at hard. you. You know more than my mom does. Like Oh, and- I know, I don't know. Enough.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <enough. laughs> well, and that's what this whole podcast is. Like, you know, you talked about before
3: I've learned you enough can- in the last four years. That,
2: and that's what we're trying to Three do years. with this podcast is we're trying to pull back the curtain a little bit and have people look at it to see that it is just an industry like anything else. And like Every interview that we've done so far, every person has talked about this community and how much they love Humboldt and how much they care about it sure. and trying to take care of it. Sure. And so, like. That's all we got left. Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I go back to and then you start going into the, to the, the, the recreational side versus the medicinal side of it. Um, you know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer in the, the medicinal side of it. You know, but again, w- w- what does it really do? We, we, we don't know, and we can't know until it gets deschedulized. Exactly. But the problem is, once it gets deschedulized, guess what happens then? We lose the, whoever it is that Humboldt County dries up and blows away because the Big Pharma comes in and takes it all over, and their percentage margin they're going to work on is going to be yep. so small. I mean, I've worked for one of the largest corporations in the world, and that's what I did was made of money before I got in the fire service. What I was understand that it. What huh? corporation? Coca-Cola. Whoa! I was in management with them, and I mean, I understand how to make money. I mean, I know how to do it. Yeah. Um, Can never do it for myself. I'm always just a worker. <laughs> but anyway, well, um, you gotta have some capital. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Yeah. But but on the same on the same side, um, once that does happen, the the profit margins for these l- gigantic corporations is so much smaller than mm-hmm. than what anybody's used to in this industry. You know, back in the day, and so I'm told. You know, cultivators were making seventy-five to eighty percent net profit. The ones that could figure out percentages. Yep. No yep. offense to a lot of them. <laughs> a but lot of people did It was know all how big my how big my stack was was all it really amounted to back in the day. I just that's all I needed was this stack this this tall. Um. To now, we're in the recent past when the prices went through the friggin' floor. You know, they they went from you know three thousand dollars a pound down to below hundred dollars or thousand dollars a pound. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge drop. I mean, thirty three percent drop or sixty six percent drop in their their friggin' product costs or their product sales. Their operating costs are the friggin' same. Even a little
2: bit more because, you know, it was a recreational market. You had to end up, you know, doing
3: all the infrastructure. I had to pay to
2: have a compliance officer.
3: To be legal. Yeah. If you're doing a black market, even though, I mean, the black market was affected by that just as well. Absolutely. So, you know, it's just like crap. And, you know, once in a while, you know, there's a few people... more than a few now that are in the industry that, that understand it the businesses come into it so much and they're just not the you know, and I say the stereotypical weed grower that was out in the woods back in the day. You know. Yeah. I mean they were looking for enough money to get by for the off season. For the off season. Yeah. And it was a lifestyle, exactly. You yeah. know, they grew enough to 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 use and they sell a little bit of it and they weren't trying to get rich. Yeah. They're like and hey, then,
0: this is I don't have to do shit but grow this plant and this is cool.
3: Leave me alone. Yes. Leave me alone. I
2: that's I get it. That's the story of the West Coast, uh, at least the Pacific Northwest. It's right. Just leave me alone. It yeah. is.
3: I kind of like that too. But. I do too. We all yeah, do. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's why we're here.
0: <laughs> I first of all, thank you for talking to us. This is, it's it's one of my favorite things is like just different points of view, being in the same vicinity. My dad's a history teacher history teacher and a football coach. So cool. growing up, I was never allowed to think one way. I was always other foot. My dad was like, well, I'd be like, hey, I think about this. He'd be like, well, what about this, this, and this? Good and for him. Well, fuck you. <laughs> you know I, mean? I have a lot of that in me. And then he would just, he's, I call him my far-sighted Buddha where he'd be like, well, that's, you know, and he'd be like, but it frustrated me until I got older and realized the gift he had given me. Exactly. That I can go in and be like, no one is necessarily bad. It is very yeah. rare when someone's coming in like a motherfucker, yep. But so this is—I think this is important—to have someone like you who's been here their whole life, and because everyone we talk to has just been like a weed fairy, sure, and in, a, in the most wonderful way. But to for you to be here the your whole life and still be like that's not my thing, and to let people outside the red wood curtain know there's a bunch of you. Oh, yeah. Like this place isn't just that. Right. Because, like you said, there's some stuff coming that you guys need to have more than just that. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that's another reason I'm here is, and I kept coming from to back to Humboldt from the first time I came here here to just do stand up. It wasn't just the weed. I can get, like you said, I can get weed everywhere. I can get really good weed in Eugene, Oregon. But this place is special and needs to be protected, and I shouldn't even broadcast it. I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's we're exactly kind of like fucking feel, that up a yeah, little. So torn, telling people like how great well, this people place. People come is. up and get
3: it, you know, do the frigging cannabis tours and stuff. I mean, that was a big thing when it first became yeah. legal, and it kind of has fallen on its face. And of course, now with all the this COVID stuff, I mean, that's even weirder. But it's never materialized, and mm. you know, I think there's still a stigma in the. I, I know there is still a stigma of anybody that's that's growing. They're very protective of what they do. Yeah. And I, f- I, re- I respect that. I respect that so much.
0: I respect that as an artist because that's what I realized too. What they do is an art. Uh,
3: yeah. The ones that do it good.
0: Yes, that's what I mean. The ones that, are, <laughs> that care about it to sure. so the quality, not capitalists. That's an art and it's a different type of Correct. art and it's evil. <laughs> Correct. You, eh. you know. We need, it. we need it to survive. It is a <laughs> it's, a, it's a happy well, balance. Not about a balance. Yeah. yeah, But that's, I think, that's what we're trying to get across and help Humboldt, too. We're not trying to... That was the thing I didn't want to do was come up here and exploit it because that's I've seen documentaries, I've, I've seen articles, I've seen television shows where it was like, that's not the place I go to, what you're reporting. It's not. You're wrong and you're trying to be sexy about this really beautiful, special place. It is. It's... We drove to Orleans today this morning to oh, talk wow. to the seed farmer. Oh wow. And came back and it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Gives me chills just seeing
2: it. I just H-O thought about
3: it. Way. I just it's just Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> special. It's a little scary too in places, but
0: <laughs> I'm a hill I'm from the hills of East Tennessee, so there were certain roads where I was like uh, we're not going up that hill. Uh, that's a vibe. Yeah.
3: That's a vibe I learned in my yeah. high school years that could. you don't go up that hill. I could have told you a nice road to take to come back down here but or over here, but a little sketchy. Uh, you yeah, missed out on a really cool one. You missed out on a really cool way to come back from
0: i told you i tell you guys every week so especially this whole season's been great we're we're getting our we're getting our podcast legs you guys so getting it down
2: so many interviews i walk away from like high and not like high on the cannabis but just high on the conversation like those are the conversations i want in life
0: yeah that's why we're doing this mike
2: I'm just astonished I know about it I know I
0: know I know you you get all and I'm like you know what that is what just happened is that i'm I've done comedy about ten or so years longer than you, so any sincerity I'm immediately like you stop that
1: right now, <laughs> you stop that
0: and i just ooze it all the time (laughs) well and it's also like i was talking about my musician friends they they live in certain emotions for a while to get whatever nonsense they need to get out of it and i will i have to catch myself because i'll be like what the fuck is wrong oh you know what (laughs) okay you gotta be you gotta be sad for two days to, to see what noises make make that uh, okay, and that's what I gotta anyway. do for growing. That's that's what I, I do with growing. I know. I gotta drive for eight hours so I can talk for thirty minutes. I'm <laughs> the same way. I get it. I'm, I'm not saying I'm without flaws. I'm just saying I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. I've accepted certain parts of it as long as I pointed at the right thing. We're all good. Absolutely. I think that's what Ed was saying too is know yourself understand things just it's also terrifying if i can just point out again that no one was prepared for legalization
2: Mm -mm. and i'm going to go into that in the dime bag episode and explain just like some of the hurdles we dealt with of just people lawmakers just being so uneducated, not even about cannabis, but on peripheral things around cannabis that you're like, oh, you should have probably learned that in high school chemistry. And you just, you don't understand any of that. And it's scary.
0: Oh, man. It's scary. Well, if you understand high school chemistry, you don't get into politics. (laughs) I think that's pretty... it's pretty clear. If you're doing all right on that, you're like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm going to go over here and make money.
2: <laughs> I'm going to make the most money.
0: Hey, what are you worried about? What is curing that you are worried about? Because I am now worried about that. Well,
2: you especially are going to be worried because it's our strawberry shortcake cookies. No,
0: that's what I was afraid of. I was yeah. so afraid of it.
2: <laughs> but it's going to turn out positively perfect because... Um, I. Just, okay. Just I'm positive too. Just talking about, you know, the redneck tech. We uh we we cure in a reefer trailer.
0: I've been in there. I didn't know how much I could say about it, but I've been in there, <laughs> motherfucker.
2: I'm not telling people where it's at. But <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's it's pretty sealed up tight and good, but I'll explain on the dime bag episode just about how relative humidity works a little bit and how that'll affect the curing process. but don't worry, the SSC is going to be fine. We are going to make sure and cure it the most beautiful way possible, and you can get your plane ticket, come up here, hang out I'm going at to, next level, go to the Herbal Connection with me, and get some of that and some of the White Label stuff for sure, too. I mean, that's why I I'm can't. worried about these fires. Ah. I'm so worried about these fires because White Label gets like all the great different farms that are out there, all their outdoor stuff, and... I'm worried. I, I'm, I need the stock of white label stuff at the ready.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that angle of like just all those dope farms around, yeah. uh, you guys stay safe. And I don't know what to do to per- what you would do to per- just like, is you can you put up like a big wet net. <laughs> So the fire just jumps <laughs> over it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen those fires on the side of a mountain. Like I've driven through a couple times, and it is, it's at first it's that thing of where you can't grasp what you're looking at because you've never seen any like seen it a flame that big or something that big burning where you're like, what is? That? Oh my God. <laughs> And yeah that's you gotta stay safe you stay safe mike if they tell you to leave leave oh i'm i'm, I'm gonna stay here and you, just hurdle
2: around the plants and just protect no just my take body. the
0: seeds <laughs> just take seeds and go Save we can get all. more <laughs> and just take the seeds maybe maybe some of that strawberry just and so we can cure it somewhere else maybe i mean you, you get out of there too but honestly
2: do you know what it would be like for my entire facility to catch on fire at one time and just get to smoke every single strain I grow at
0: one time?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, how would you catch that? Like, would, like what device would you use that wet net? I would just like, <laughs> a, like a bong.
2: I would <laughs> just run around, go. <laughs> I'm sure sleep will. Yeah, I that mean, sound. for
0: sure. <laughs> I, Yeah. You would for sure pass out because you're also like, hey, that's that's just straight up drywall too that you're smoking
2: i mean i used to smoke weed in new jersey so i've smoked worse so.
0: no yeah no i've smoked dirt weed throughout the country it is i'm pretty sure like it's fiberglass isn't it it's just like it's dried up kodiak in a can This is what this is holy shit! this is a fun one this is one of the best outros we've ever done absolutely we did it on the flip <laughs> no one's gonna hear it no one's gonna hear it. no they're it. all those... gonna hear it they love it guys thank you and hey shout out to our first 16 patrons patrons oh. patrons
2: just guess, those get uh free only fans account from mine just why every time just right to the gutter you gotta it's my body is not the gutter. It's a wonderful vestige that they'll get to enjoy. The,
0: hey, you shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't charge people for that. You should. We're charging them for the right thing. Your, our, weed entertainment knowledge. But if, I think Mike's Single is what we're putting out there. <laughs>
2: <It's> the, <laughs> I just want them I think, all to enjoy the on they, fans. They, I think
0: I think they will like our our fans and listeners will understand. They're like you can hear when you listen to a podcast over time, like a certain times you're like, Man, I think I think so and so needs to get laid. He's just talking about <laughs> sex a lot lately. Are, you know, <laughs> the, just like everything's just like, Yeah, then you could put it in there and you're like, You're gonna have to put it somewhere, dude, soon. Um, just po- just pollinate that shit, man. Pollinate. Um, yeah, follow us on the stuff and do the patrons. You first 16, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Um, let's keep growing. We're gonna keep building and giving you guys cool stuff. Got some cool uh we'll get some cool uh behind the paywall interviews coming up
1: too. So, oh yeah.
0: You guys grow your own. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>